Terrence Mountain was in on Her Majesty's Secret Service, Diamonds Are Forever, and in a whole bunch of other movies like Lassiter and TV shows like The Saint. And right now, we're going to talk with Terry. So let's get to it. Hi, this is Dan Silvestri. Tom Pizzato. I'm Vicki Hodges. Of SpyMovieNavigator.com. And today in our Smartest Spy in the Room segment, we have Terry Mountain. We're excited to speak with Terry on our Cracking the Code of Spy Movies show. Terry, we're so excited to talk with you. And we have to say, Honor Majesty's Secret Service is one of our top five James Bond films. So welcome to our show, Cracking the Code of Spy Movies. We are excited to talk with you. Well, it's, been, it's my pleasure because I, uh, I'm a big fan of James Bond, but obviously our film on Her Majesty's Secret Service uh, is my favorite. I think the soundtrack for our film, I thought George was terrific, Telly Savalas, Diane Rigg, Gabrielle Fuzetti, and I thought the director, Peter Hunt, was an actor's director. He was terrific. Yeah, that's great. You know, again, we love that movie. The soundtrack is fabulous. The the Louis Armstrong song, fabulous. All that's terrific stuff. We love it. So we'll talk about this movie and Diamonds Are Forever in a little bit. And tell us your background as a stuntman and how you switched to becoming an actor because you were in the stuntman business for a while. Yeah, I started off uh, as, as a walk-on. I, I, my first film was with... Would you believe Sean Connery? The Hill was my first oh. film uh, as a film extra. And then I got introduced to uh, Associated British. They were doing the Saint series. They liked me at the studio. They liked my style. And I had the opportunity of doing five episodes of The Saint with Roger Moore. Ah, yes. In the 64, 65, 66. And at that time, I worked with Steve Forrest as well, who was a very good... Uh, we had a 24-episode series over here called An Antique Dealer. Huh. Terrific series. Cool. Now, when you went to the switch from stuntman to actor, how did you make that decision? And what what kind of percent of your work well, was stuntman versus actor? Or was, in well, some cases, the, both, probably? Yeah, I always used to get cast doing the rough man stuff and always saying a few lines. So after eight years in the business, playing little bit parts, cameo roles, and getting bigger and better, after James Bond and Diamonds Are Forever, I decided to try and be a complete actor. Unfortunately, it didn't work. I should have carried on being a stuntman, saying the lines, and playing the actor. But there we are. That's life. Yeah. All right, so I've got a question for you on, on Her Majesty's Secret Service in terms of backstory and all of that. In the pre-title sequence, when Bond is trying to save Tracy when she's going to try to drown herself in Portugal, Raphael, your character, is on the beach. Were you, Super. Do, is there backstory with that? Why was Raphael there? Was he there to protect Tracy or to get Tracy or was they following Bond? Do you guys get that kind of backstory before you film? Yeah. Yeah, the idea was we were bodyguarding Tracy. We were following her. And then when Bond came on the scene, we uh, we rescued Tracy and tried to re- try to kill Bond, if you like. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So how the, the, that fight scene itself? It was a real, that was a pretty intense fight scene. It was really cool. How long did that take to film? That took five days to uh, to film. Wow. 
and, and I can assure you it was cold. It <laughs> was in April. Oh. And, uh, well, we got a call. Peter wanted to put some more some more work into into that scene. Peter Hunt, you talking so about? So George and I, we, 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 we got a lift down to the beach, and we Peter set his cameras up, and Peter told George and I, he said, now, I need to get some more stock shots in. I need to get some more work in there. He said, okay, boys, go in there and do your stuff and let me see what you can, what we can, what we can do. So George and I went in the sea. We started throwing each other around. Now, George Lacenby could fight. Yes. He was a tough cookie. He was, he, he could look after himself. So we went in the sea and we were doing our, our stunt bits and we were enjoying ourselves. And I can assure you, in April, the sea in the Atlantic, it, it was very cold. <laughs> I, would, so, I would believe that. <laughs> so Peter pulled us out of the sea, and he wanted to put the cameras further about with different lighting. So George said, Peter, he said, look at Terry's lips. He said, we're blue. He said, it's freezing cold in there. He said, can't you get a couple of stunt boys to do this? He said, this is, so Peter said, George, he said, this is the opening scene. He says, you will have to do your own stunt work. <laughs> so Peter called the prop man over, and the prop man went away, and he came back with two bottles of the best Portuguese brandy you could find. <laughs> so Peter said, yeah, yeah. So Peter says, George, one for you. He said, Terry, one for you. Now, come on, have a good pull, a real good pull, a real good one. So George looked at me. We had a couple of swigs, a couple of downers. So Peter said, now, come on, one more for the road and get in there and do your stuff. <laughs> so George looked at me. I looked at him. We went in the sea and we started knocking each other about in a nice way, a professional way. And mm -hmm. um, that scene worked. It really worked. Yeah. And I'm, it's a great actor, scene. And as an actor, a bit part player, I'm more than pleased with my contribution to that film. Yeah, I mean, you're one of the first guys we see in the film, and I was going to ask if you did your own stunt work in the water, and you did, and yeah. George did too. That's pretty cool. Oh, George did too. Yeah, very good. It's exciting. In fact, yeah. It's a brilliant scene. Yeah. We love it. Actually, Tom and I visited that very beach a couple of years oh, ago. Oh, really? We went to... Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, Terry, we went to most of the... On Your Majesty's Secret Service filming locations, all of them in Portugal. Well, you, sh you should have been there last year for the for the. I know, I know, we missed it. I know. That was terrific. Yeah, no, yeah, I mean, yeah. We're gonna more over the world game. Yeah, we're gonna ask you about that too because that had to be exciting. Oh, please do, please yes. do, please yeah, yeah, yeah. do. Yeah. All right, Terry. Do you remember what your first line was in uh, in the film? Don't move. Get your hands up. <laughs> there you go. Did I say it loud enough? Did I mean it? That's great. That's good. Yeah, don't move, Mr. Did, did Bond. Your, did your knees buckle? <laughs> Terry, that was great. Yeah, I know. Fun stuff. When you were watching the film, you were looking at this thinking, what the heck is going on? Because we, we didn't understand yet your, your bodyguarding, Tracy, and whatever. We didn't know exactly what's going on. So that was good. And you looked tough. And George looked tough, too. Well, I was 32 years of age then. And George was 29. Yes. I think... And for the people listening and for everybody, when you're that age, you can do anything. <laughs> <laughs> there I you believe go. anyway. I, yeah, yeah. So uh, Peter cast me for that role, and uh, well, as far as I was concerned, I gave it my best shot. 
It was terrific. It's one of my favorite opening sequences in any Bond film. And Terry, your contribution to it helps make it a great scene. It's terrific news. Yeah. yeah. Terry, how was George uh, during the fight scene? Um, and he looked very fit. And, and also, you were a boxer as well, right? Is that right? That's right, yeah. <laughs> I was a, an ex-Army heavyweight champion boxer. Oh, my God. Combined services, 1956 in Malta. Oh, Malta. I've been to Malta. I, what I a did, beautiful I place. I did my national service there. Yeah. Mm. We see you at the beach. And then the next time we see you is at the Palazzo Hotel. Oh, super. Yeah. Tom, super scene. Tom and yeah. I stayed at the Palazzo. It's a beautiful place and a beautiful scene. Oh, and there oh, you are. The best. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's fabulous, isn't it? And there you are yeah. with the newspaper and the, and the pistol when you guys are going to kind of kidnap <laughs> Bond and take him to Draco's. Yeah. And then we see you driving across the bridge, the 25, the Abril Bridge, and then the fight outside the Draco's office. Tell us about those scenes, how they were shot, and your experience with that part. And if you were your own stuntman there, too. Yeah, yeah. So so we're in the the Palacio Hotel, and I I knew the script inside out. I I do my background. So uh, when one of the other henchmen said to Bond, we've got something for you. We'll give it to you outside. And then Bond turns to me, and I've got my gun with the newspaper. And we take him through the lobby and into the Rolls Royce. So we jump into the Rolls Royce. That was done on location in Portugal. And then when we got over the bridge in Portugal, we carried on in the studio, Pinewood Studios. Uh So the fight outside of Draco's office was done first before we got to Portugal (laughs) and uh, we had a little rehearsal for the camera we had a rehearsal for Peter and then uh, we did the little shuffle a little little scuffle a little pushing and shoving and if I may say so (laughs) you can edit this yes or no George hit Chi Chi on the on the chin and Chi Chi's the big guy played by Irvin Allen yeah so Chi Chi gave out a big scream and ran off the set so George looked at me, and, and I looked at him, and I thought, well, I'm pleased that he got it instead of me. <laughs> uh, so they, they, they went, so Peter and, and, and Frank Ernst, they, they went off the, set, off the set, saw Chi-Chi, brought him back, and George and he didn't speak to each other the rest of the film. <laughs> <laughs> My God. <laughs> uh, it might not sound funny, but at the time it was, and, and, and there we are, there we are. It's all part of filmmaking. Yeah, yeah, so that stuff really happens. (laughs) You mentioned Peter Hunt there, and you mentioned him a couple times. Talk a little bit more about working with him because, you know, he's, I mean, I just love his work, so. Well, if I can tell you in my own words, yeah? Sure. I had an audition for the film, and the casting director, he's, Told my agent, he said, well, we like Terry. Let him come to the Pinewood Studios and meet Peter Hunt and meet Harry Salzman. And then we'll decide on, on uh, who we want to use for the film. So I went up to Pinewood, saw George Leach. They took me in to see Peter and the casting director, Dyson Lowell, and Harry Salzman. And Peter said, Terry, he said, I've uh, seen your, uh, your resume, the work you've done. And uh, the casting director said, Terry, uh, Peter, I-, I think Terry's ideal for Raphael. So Peter said, yeah, he said, fine. He said, I've got other people to see. So Peter said, leave it with me, Terry, and, and we'll see what we can do. He said, you, you look terrific. You, you do look like a henchman. 
And uh, I said, that's great. So a week later, I got a call, and they said they wanted to give me a, a 10-week contract, £85 a week, nice. uh, yeah. starting with locations in Portugal and Switzerland and the yeah. studio. I couldn't believe my luck. Yeah. I couldn't believe my luck. And, and there we are. And I met Peter Hunt, met Harry Salzman. I'd met Harry Salzman before on a, on a thing when he was... Uh, he was casting Funeral in Berlin, so I'd met him a couple of years before that. So when you when you know these people, you see these people, they nod. And Anyway, Peter Hunt was a, an actor's director. He, he would talk to you about the character. He loved the business. He loved people in it. He had time for everybody. And if there's something that you wanted to put into a scene, Peter would say, yeah, okay, Terry, let me see it, let me see it. So there was a couple of little things that I put in, which he, uh, which he, he nodded to that line. But he was a, an actor's director, and so lucky to have worked with him. I did work with him in Marlowe, Private Eye, about four or five years later in, in Shepparton Studios. He cast me personally to play the hitman, but a great director, super director, super human being. That's great to hear. That's tell great. tell yeah. us a couple of things you added that, that he liked, that Peter Hunt liked. He did some fabulous oh, editing, of course. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, sure. When we drove 007 to Draco's office, yeah. the Rolls Royce stopped, and I jumped out. I said, Peter, can I get round the, round the side of the door just in case Bond pushes me away? He said, Terry, Leah, let's see it. So as I jumped out of the Rolls Royce, I got round the side of the door so George couldn't push me away or start anything. And it worked. Now, getting to Draco's office, I said, Peter, is it okay if I push George? Ah, yes. And so Peter said, yeah, Terry, let's see it. Let, let, let me see. What, let, let's, let's see it. Let's see what you can do. So we had a little run through and I pushed him a couple of times. And that might sound not important, but it was something that I put into the, into that little scene. Yeah, yeah. That's and great. if I may say so, it worked, you know. <laughs> a couple of little pushes just, just to let Bond know that, you know, if he gets naughty, he's going to get thumped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. That, those are the kind of little things that add genuineness to the scenes. So that kind of stuff yeah. is great. So that was a great addition. So yep. now yeah. we know where it came from. It's cool. So, so when I see the little scene, uh, I I just love the film anyway. I yes, love. Uh, we do. I, I've seen it. Oh, I just love the soundtrack. And when I see that little thing getting out of the Rolls Royce and going into Draco's office and me pushing George out of the way a couple of times, uh, well, there we are. Yeah. There we are. Fantastic. We gather that you and George are still good friends. That's right. Now, a few years back, didn't you reenact the fight scene in Portugal with George? We, we and did. What was that like? Love, we did last year that the fans were, were terrific. I mean, they really were. Um, we, we got onto Ginjo Beach. Yes. Uh, it was a real, real rough day. It was summer shining, but the, the sandstorms, but the fans were terrific. So me and George lined up and uh, we were playing around and we were just playing for, for, the, for the cameras to taking shots. Yeah. And somebody, somebody, one of the American boys, he shouted out, he said, now, come on, you two, let's see a real fight. You're just playing now. So I said to this guy, I know the guy's, uh, I, I know the guy's uh, name. I, I don't want him to say his name. I said, don't you worry, mate. I said, I could take him 50 years ago. 
and I could take him now if I wanted to. So George looked at me. <laughs> and I thought, yeah, George, I still can. Don't worry. I'm your daddy. <laughs> but, but we've always been, we've always got on very well. We, we've got on terrifically. And uh, we've always had a few drinks and a few laughs. And, uh, and, and, and people like to see us, you know, squaring up to each other. You know, yeah. grown men at our age you know, acting. We were in a, in a restaurant in uh, in Kashkaish and uh, there was a lot of golfers there. And when they knew that we, we were filming this, me and, uh, and George was there and I was there. And, uh, and they said, well, come on, put your fists up together. <laughs> I thought, oh, no, not again, not again. George has been drinking too much. He might chin me for real. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but great, great, yeah, a great character. Can I can I say, love, I'm only sorry he didn't carry on. Oh, yeah, we are too. Yeah, really, I, you know, I would have loved to have seen him more. Yeah. <laughs> well, so would I. More contract for me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he, he was good. He would have brought uh, he brought a whole new dimension to Bond that was lacking yeah. before the visuals of yeah. his face and and all that kind of thing when when Tracy dies and all that terrific stuff. So yeah, yeah we wish he would have done more also for yeah. our sake and for your sake. <laughs> yeah. When 007 and Tracy got married and they drove away mm-hmm. for the honeymoon, I was on the top of that hill and I saw the whole of that scene because I wanted to see how George played it. I remember it so well. When we were there last year, I remember it so well. I don't think there's an actor that's played 007 could have played that scene as well as George did. Mm-hmm. I thought he was tremendous. I would agree with you on that. I think we all agree. The emotional aspect of Bond that you really don't see a lot of before this, he brought out tremendously. And that's a great, great scene also. And we love that whole, the whole wedding reception scene in that beautiful mansion. Mm -hmm. Tom and I were, were there too. We went, we went to walk around. Yeah. We walked around the mansion there. Yeah. We were very lucky to, because it's private property. (laughs) So we we were fortunate. But that was a fantastic scene, and we see you in there as well. Now, you went to Switzerland too, right, Terry? So tell us about that. I did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay. Because you were, in the, you were yeah. in the helicopter, I think. I right? was in the helicopter. When, right. when, when 007 jumps out, mm-hmm. I'm the second one out to jump out after George. Then Gabrielle Fusetti, and then five of the stunt boys jumped out. Yeah. Gabrielle. <laughs> and... Nice. Gabriel Fusetti. Yeah, he was great to Gabriel. work with, I bet, huh? Oh, super. Yeah. Super, yeah. Can I tell you a little story about that scene? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right. We love stories. Okay. Uh, okay, well, people ask me to, to tell them this a few times over the years. So my action, my action was to stay at the side of George, and I had a handgun, pistol, forty-five pistol. So I'm firing away. And I had half a dozen hand grenades in my tunic. So I'm doing my action. I'm throwing the hand grenades. People are getting blown up. The special effects and the stunt boys are doing their little bit. George is going straight for the main camera, where Tracy and one of uh, Blofeld's men are fighting. So that's where the main camera was. Two cameras to my left, the main camera, where Peter, and two cameras to the right of the of the helicopter. So there was five cameras filming, three helicopters, and all the all the action. So I'm firing away. I'm using my handgun. I'm throwing the hand grenades. You'll see it on the on the on, on the film. Yes. 
George said to me, he said, Terry, quick, quick, the bloke in front of you. So I kind of half turned, and there's one of Blofeld's guards with a big machine gun firing away. And the main camera was directly in the building, but looking at him, looking at our action. Now, he would have killed everybody. He would have shot the the helicopter, killed Bond, killed everybody. (laughs) So I ran up to him. I kicked the gun out of his hand. I grabbed him, turned him around so pieces so the camera could see what I was doing. And I shot him. So he's looking at me with egg on his face. He didn't know. He he was just looking at me. I said, you're dead, you (laughs) You're dead. Get (laughs) fucking down. Pardon the expression. So, so anyway, I got carried away, and I hit him twice with a gun and split his head wide open. So anyway, he hit the deck. Pizza came running out of the, of, of, the, of the main building where the camera was, and he was shouting, Who is this bloke? Who is he? Where did he come from? I got a perfect shot in there. I got the whole the helicopters. I got all of the action. Frank, who is this bloke? Now at the side of the building there was a staircase going up to the to the main ice rink. That guy wanted to get in on the scene. He came up unexpected, just wanted to to be part of the scene. <laughs> he he wasn't he wasn't in the scene. But he, he put himself into it. So Peter Peter's running, pulling his hair out, and he's shouting around at everybody. And, and to try and stop the action, it wasn't easy. I mean, all the stunt boys were ex, ex-army and ex-military, and they, they knew what they were doing, and they got carried away. And, they, and to try and stop the action, it just didn't stop like that. So anyway, they picked this guy up, knew he was a, a, Swiss, uh, a Swiss extra. George looked at me looked at me with a smile on his face. I said, Peter, I said, I'm sorry, Peter. I said, I just got carried away. I said, he said, Terry, he said, your action was perfect. He said, but there's no way I can use this. He said, Frank, who is this bloke? Get him out of my sight. So anyway, when we were there last year for the 50th anniversary in Pitts, Gloria, George looked at me and he said, Terry, he said, you watch that Swiss guard is not looking for you this year. <laughs> <laughs> I said, George, I said, that's been on my mind <laughs> since we got up. <laughs> that's a fit. It, it might not sound, but, well, there we are, you know. That's a fantastic story. Things I wish we could see the clip of that. Films. Things do, do, do happen when you're making films. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, you know what George is like. He looks at me and he likes all this. He, he, he loved all this, uh, all this uh all this nonsense. He loved all this. Yeah. And, and I think Peter did as well, but there we are. And the stunt boys, well, they, they couldn't get over it, you know. Uh, but I did hit that guy very hard. I must admit, I kicked the gun out of his hand and hit him hard. And uh, Right on camera, you know, the camera yeah, must have yeah. been about 10 feet away, you know. So, so Peter got everything in. Mm. He got George on the floor. He got me running up to him, kicking the gun, turning him around, firing him, shit, hitting him. And, I wish well, we could see it. You, you just got to be careful with these stunt guys. You know, they, they get carried away. <laughs> That's a well, great how much, story. How much space did you have if there were five cameras in that area? Because it's not a huge area. Yeah, we were up there too. Five cameras in the lighting and everything. 
Was that fairly tight well, confines? Yeah, they had two cameras on my action, the main camera, and two cameras on the other side of the, the main camera. So Peter was getting all my stuff, bond stuff, my stuff, on, on the main camera, and the two cameras at the side. And the other camera was getting all the, uh, all the helicopter stuff and all the action on that side. And now, that wasn't a five-minute job. Mm. You know, to, to stop the action and to get all the stunt boys with ammunition, with, with all the, uh, the go-between the helicopter pilots and, and the second unit director, uh, it wasn't a five-minute operation. It was like when Peter stopped and he wanted to start again, that was like two or three hours later. Wow. And, and that's filming for you. You know, it's expensive business to be in. Yeah, yes. it's a beautiful spot up there at Piz Gloria. Tom and I were oh, up there too. Heaven on earth. Isn't it? Heaven it's, on earth. It, it doesn't even look possible to have that up there. Yeah. <laughs> when you're going up yeah. that cable car ride up and you see it, it's like, what is that? <laughs> oh, it's super. Absolutely super. Yeah. So yeah. how long I were you up there? Than, I was there uh, a month before Christmas, 60, uh, 68. And we went back for a couple of weeks in 1969. It was quite a busy uh, yeah. busy time. And my contract mm-hmm. just kept going and going and going. Oh, you hate uh, when that happens, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank God for me. You know, thank God for us. Yeah. Where, where, did, you guys, um, where did you guys stay in, in Piz Gloria? Did you stay in Murin? Uh, we, we, we stayed in, in the Iga Hotel. Oh, that's where Tom and I stayed. That's a fabulous place. There. Nice little bar down there. Yeah. The, yeah. yeah, super. Absolutely super. Yeah. And, uh, and we had some good parties down there. We uh, <laughs> I was gonna... We had some good nights at the bar. And, uh... Uh, I was just going to ask you, what's your most memorable experience in filming on Her Majesty's Secret Service? And it could be anything from shooting scenes or maybe <laughs> this bar story. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, the, while I, this is this is a silly little thing I'm going to tell you now. It, it's but it's it's amusing. We we got a couple of days off while we're in 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 Fitzgloria because of the weather. You know they couldn't film because of the snow and the uh, so so they gave us two days off. So the girls, the Fitzgloria girls, and everybody we we. They had three busloads to take us to Burn for the day for the afternoon or off. So we, uh, George Cooper, uh, Sir George Leach, myself, Chi-Chi, uh, Jeff Cheshire, two of the song boys. So we're walking around Bern, having a snaps here and a cognac here and a coffee there and walking around. So the pickup was at the Bern Hotel between 4.30 and 5. So cold day, so we, uh, me and Jeff Cheshire, we walked back to the, ho- to the hotel. We, we walked in, and the wager came straight up to me. He said, sir, what can we get you? And I said, well, give me a large cognac and a black coffee. Jeff Cheshire, he said, uh, I'll have a, a Johnny Walker black label and tea. So we sat down, beautiful fire. We sat down, all the rest of the crowd came in, all the girls came in, and they're ordering drinks, this and the other. Put my hand up to the waiter, came over again. The same again for me, same again for Jeff. So we have that. And then out of the blue, the waiter came over, and he put the bill on the table next to me. So I picked it up. I said, hey, Jeff, look at this. He thinks I'm paying. He said, you're not going to pay for that, are you? I said, no. I said, should we have some fun, Jeff? He said, what do you mean? I said, I want to put uh, Chi-Chi's name on it, Irvin Allen, see how he likes it. So Jeff said, you're kidding. I said, no, let's have some fun. 
So I put Irving Allen, Gigi, and I gave it to the waiter. So Jeff said to me, he said, come on, Terry, let's get out of here before he finds out. So we got dressed, went outside, went up to Morton. A couple of days later, I saw Gigi. He said, I want to see you. I said, what? He said, I want to see you. I said, yeah, what about? He said, that hotel, the Burn Hotel, somebody signed my name for the bill, and it was you. I said, you're kidding. I said, I wouldn't do things like that. He said, well, I'll find out who it was, but I'm blaming you. <laughs> you just can't trust anybody these days, man. <laughs> oh, he was a, he's a big you guy. Be you know what you do. Yeah, he is a big guy. <laughs> oh, big guy. He's still around. He's... Uh, I don't think he's in very good health, but he still he still lives in Notting Hill Gate. He does. Oh wow! Chi mm-hmm. Irving Allen, a very good heavyweight boxer he was. Oh. But I thought the scene with him and George was great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's shift gears now and move to the other Bond movie you worked on, which was Diamonds Are Forever. A different Bond, different actor in the Bond role. So, just kind of wanted to understand your experience there and the differences of working with George versus Sean. Well. I got a call from uh, from Bob Simmons, and Bob said, Terry, he said, uh, would you come to Pinewood Studios and meet the director, Guy Hamilton? He said, we're doing Diamonds Are Forever, and there's a part that you might be suitable for. And I said, is that Peter Franks? He said, no. He said, that's been cast already. Joe Robinson's doing that. I said, oh, Joe, I've known Joe years. Fabulous. He said, but come and meet uh, Guy Hamilton, and we'll, we'll see what what we can do, Terry. So I went up to Pinewood, saw uh, saw Bob Simmons, the uh, action arranger. He took me onto the set, and he said, Guy, he said, uh, he said, this is Terry Mountain I told you about. He did very well with Peter on the last film, and I think he's ideal for one of Blofeld's guards. So Guy looked at me, looked at Bob. He said, Bob, he said, if you're happy with Terry, that's good enough for me. So they cast me as one of Blofeld's guards. So anyway, we got on the set, and uh, I mean, Guy Hamilton, what, what a director he was. He knew the business inside out. Very smart, very dapper. And everybody liked him, and uh, he got on well with everybody, and, and a super director, a superhuman being. He says, George, he said to the other guard, George Cooper, he said, George, he said, say this after me, hold it, get your hands up. So George, the other guard, he said, hold it, get your hands up. So George was a Cockney boy, born in London, he had that Cockney accent. So Guy said, Terry, he said, uh, you say the same thing, Say it louder. Let me hear it. And I said, uh, Guy, I said, can I walk into it? Can I turn and walk and turn into it? He said, yeah, sure. So I turned to the right, and I turned into it, and I said, hold it. Get your hands up. And the whole of the set stopped. Sean spun around, and he thought, who the fuck is that? (laughs) So, So Guy said, he said, Terry, he says, you're the guard that's going to say the few lines. <laughs> so there we are. So, <laughs> so hold it, get your hands up. <laughs> I get people saying that to me on all the, uh, on all the Bond events we do. Yeah. <laughs> and people, uh, it's all good fun. It's all great fun. And so lucky to have done it. And that scene took a week to do, to wow. film. Wow. And if I may say so, if you remember the guy in the mud bath, Mm-hmm. that comes out of the mud bath yes. with a gun. That was Bill Morgan. He was the other guy on the beach with me. Oh, really? Ah, okay. okay. Oh, okay. Bill Morgan, okay. okay. 
And when you see the scene again, I mean, Bill plays it perfectly. He goes under the mud, no bubbles. Sean pulls him out, no bubbles. What a good actor. But he died very young. He died a few years ago, very young. But a very good actor. And if I may say so at this time, doing that scene, the stuntman, Chris Webb, that doubled for Blofeld, when Sean strapped him to the surgical stretcher mm-hmm. and pushed him into the, into the mud, into the rice pudding. What a scene that was. There's no way I could have done that. I, I claustrophobic. I, there's no yeah. way I could be strapped to a, a stretcher and pushed into that, uh, that mud bath. Yeah. But a terrific scene. I'm more than pleased with uh, that scene. Yeah, yeah. You, you, all, you also got to get killed yeah. during it, right? Or, you know, you get... Hit with all scalpels. That was that was great. It worked very well indeed. I I, I think. Yeah. And then they, they 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 wrapped and they went to America for three months. So the stunt boys involved in that scene, we were the only guys from the British stunt guild that worked in Diamonds Are Forever. Wow. And oh, wow. So lucky. Yeah. So yeah. lucky. Yeah. And I'm still getting repeats now. Thank God. <laughs> I'm still getting yeah. paid now. That's good. Hey, that's good I stuff. Like, I like when that happens. Yeah. Yeah. But not a lot of money, but nice to be remembered. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Now, Terry, you've done a lot of stage performances as well, like entertaining Mr. Sloan. Tell us about your theater work and how that related to your movie work, especially with Bond. Uh, well, I was doing walk-on stuff early 65, 66. I enrolled in the Actors' Workshop, a local uh, uh, night drama school, three times a week. Mm. And then I got a call to work on an American production called The Dutchman at the Mayfair Theatre. Very good director. Charles Jarrett directed it. And would you believe Bob Hoskins was one of the walk-ons with me on the tube train. (laughs) (laughs) Terrific experience. But unfortunately, it uh, came off within three weeks. It wasn't uh, wasn't selling. And then I did a little thing at the Criterion Theatre with Warren Mitchell called... I know that, yeah. I just forget uh, the name of the, the production right now. But that went for four months at the Criterion Theatre with Warren Mitchell. And I did uh, a couple of Tennessee Williams plays for the uh, Actors' Workshop. But my stage performances were very limited. But enjoyable. Enjoyable. I should have done more. I should have got myself in a position to uh, to do more stage work. But, you know, you've got to make a living. And you've got to do what you do while, when you can do it. It's it's a difficult business to be in. It really is. It's not easy. Yeah, I would imagine. You so, know, you've got to have a roof over your head. You, you've got to have money to be an actor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you can't do it. I'm so lucky playing what I did and so lucky to be speaking to you and uh, like 50 years on, I, I'm more than, more than lucky. Yeah, we're lucky to be talking with you. Yeah, we appreciate that. <laughs> Now, you were doing the theater, live theater, before the Bond stuff or during? Uh, well, before bef- before the Bond, yeah, okay. before the Bond. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so it might have helped you a little bit for the Bond stuff, the theater work. It was good to, to have it on my CD, yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let people know what you've been doing. Hey, we, we mentioned The Saint before and that you were in several, ep- I think seven episodes of The Saint. And yeah. how, how was your experience? Now, here's another Bond connection, of course. How was your experience working on The Saint with Roger Moore, who, of course, became Bond. Well, Roger, Roger, 
was such a professional actor and everybody liked working on the scene with him and he was his humor mm. and the work i did with roger absolutely fabulous so he was a terrific actor to work with i never had much to do with him only the scenes i was involved in mm-hmm. but he gave me all the help and gave me uh, all the encouragement and uh, he was more than pleased with what we did together yeah so a nice guy. Everyone says he was a nice guy. Oh, uh, oh super guy. Super guy. Yeah, super. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely super. Yeah, he was terrific yeah, in The Saint. Was, and I yeah. think he got a lot of his bond from his work in The Saint. So it was nice to, for you to be connected with that. And there were a bunch of other actors that were in some of The Saint episodes early on that were in the Bond films as well, like Shirley Eaton right. and so on. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. That's so it's, right. it's nice that you have that additional connection there too. And I actually am watching all of the Saint shows now. I'm on the last season right now. So I've seen you in all of them. <laughs> and, and it's fun now. Well, that great? <laughs> it's fun to see you. My wife and I were watching last night. She said, yeah, that's Terry there. That's right. It's cool. Fun stuff. Well, yeah, but but great stuff. I, 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 only bit parts, but uh, the death game was, was terrific. Yeah, that was a Remember great story. Game? Yes, absolutely. That was a great yeah. story. I think you say yeah. uninvited, uninvited guest, Mr. Vogel. That's uninvited <laughs> guest, Mr. Vogel. Yeah. Now that guy that played Vogel. Yes. I've worked with him three times ah. in different productions where I was his bodyguard. He, we were on a, on a thing called uh, Blore member of parliament and i was the russian bodyguard to him in that and then the death game and i did uh, i did one of the professionals with him as well yeah where, where i played another russian guard to him uh, that's neat yeah he... george purcell was his name okay george purcell yeah he shows up in a later saint episode again as mr vulgar that's right yeah, that's yeah. right one, yeah one more time About mr vulgar yeah, terrific. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, I'm still getting repeats on that as well, would you believe? That's and nice. That 19, <laughs> 1968, that was. Still getting repeats, yeah. So I have a question on, you were a guard in one of the Saint episodes where you had a dog. And the way they shot it, I couldn't tell, were you actually working with that dog or was that just cut in with the dog? Yeah, it was like waist down that shot. Was my, do you know that was my second week in the business? I did the hill with Sean, and then I got cast as that guard with the Alsatian dog. And Roy Ward Baker was the director. Oh. And he said, Terry, say this, put the kettle on, unless there's some tea or whatever. It was my dog, and uh, and that was my first line of dialogue, my second week in the business. And that would be 1964. Wow, yeah. And I'm still getting repeats. Yeah, that's pretty that's good. good. I, I think you say, what about getting me tea, old yeah. man, right? Yeah. That's right, that's right, that's right. Yeah, and I'm still getting a repeat, would you believe it? That's fantastic. Over 50-odd years ago. And you, it's funny you should say that. But what a bit of good luck, the director, Ward Baker, a terrific, great director, Roy Ward Baker. Nice. Now, did you did you have Give to work with animals and any? Did you have to work with animals and anything else you did, or was that the only scene that you've done where you've worked with an animal? I, I, I worked in a million years BC as one of the stun boys. Okay. With Raquel Welsh. Mm-hmm. Wow. And we use all sorts of animals uh, on location, but n- not directly with the animals. Okay. But that was an animal uh, film. A million years BC. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. With Raquel Welch. Yeah, wow. I did all the fights in that. And would you believe I doubled for Bob Brown, and Bob <laughs> Brown played M in the Bonds. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Robert yeah. Brown. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Robert Brown. He was terrific. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I stunned double for him in a million years BC. Right. Yeah. And 
Did you meet Raquel? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. That must have been I had something. A couple of, I had a couple of little things with her, pushing and shoving and pulling her about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Say no more. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yeah, she was she was twenty six and I was twenty eight, oh. and we're we're on location in in the Canary Isles doing that. I had my twenty ninth birthday out there. Oh, nice mm. on that film. Wow. Yeah, terrific. Uh, so so lucky, so lucky. So, is there a role that you wish you would have gotten in some film, or another actor that you would have loved to have worked with? Well, I never auditioned for Star Wars. I never auditioned for Harrison Ford's pictures. Mm -hmm. I would have liked to have worked with Harrison Ford and uh, and Spielberg, but unfortunately, it just didn't happen. Why? I've no idea. It it just didn't happen. Derek Lyons was in Star Wars. He was one of the guards and the metal bearer and stuff. So some of our favorite movies, too. The, I love the Star Wars movies and the Indiana Jones movies. Yeah. Terrific stuff. Really yeah. good stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, it would have been nice to see you in that. Well, there we are. <laughs> but like I say, I was lucky doing what I did. I would have liked to have worked on other things. The nearest I ever got to a leading role was A Long Good Friday. Cy Enfield was originally going to direct it. So I had an audition with, with Cy Enfield, with Bob Hoskins, Johnny Bindon, and myself. We were face-to-face with Cy Enfield. We sat down in his office, and we were talking about films, and we were talking about this, that, and the other. And Cy gave us all a script, and he said, OK, boys, he said, terrific director, very, very down-to-earth, and made you feel at home right away. There was no... Uh, force there was no no conflict he said terry he said uh, read me the line johnny you carry on bob you carry on i'll carry on and we'll go around with lines and, and we'll see how we get on so uh we did the audition and then uh, john mckenzie took over as the director and bob hoskins that was his lucky break along good friday so that was the nearest I ever got to a leading role. I think Pierce Brosnan was in there on Good Friday as well. He was at the end yeah. of the scene. Yeah. He had the gun in the Jaguar where where Bob gets into the uh, into the Jag. Yeah, he was. Mm-hmm. That was his first picture. You mentioned earlier on that you played a Russian guard in the British TV series The Professionals. Now, in 1982, Lewis Collins, who starred as Bodie, auditioned for the role as Bond as a successor to Roger. Apparently, his audition came across as too aggressive. Do you think he would have been a great Bond if you'd been given the chance? Did you work much with him? Well, what can I say? What can I say? I, Lewis Collins, I worked with him on The Professionals. Uh, Martin Shaw, I've worked with him quite a few times. I could think of half a dozen actors that could play James Bond. Could he play a good James Bond? I'm sure he could. And so could a lot of people given the opportunity. Mm-hmm. But like, like you say, but he was good. He was good. He looked terrific. He, uh, I've, I've seen him in, in a couple of good things, but a tricky, tricky question. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and of the other actors who have played Bond, do you have a favorite other than George? No, I'm strictly Sir Sean Connery. Okay. I thought he was tremendous. The first three Bond films were great. Yeah. Yeah. I liked George's performance. I thought he was terrific. Mm-hmm. And the rest of them, for me, were mediocre. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
including including Roger. Roger played it very well indeed. Uh-huh. But uh, I'm strictly a Sean and George Lazenby. Okay, sounds okay. good. So when you talk to people now, what do they talk to you about? What do they ask you most about? Is it Bond, The Saint, other roles? What do they ask you, Terry? What do they talk to you about? Well, they ask me very much like what you asked me, what okay. I've been told told you. Okay. And, uh, mm-hmm. and they say, you know, we, we liked your performance. Yeah, yeah. You know, how come you didn't do more work? And I said, well, I, I wish I knew. I never had the, the right management. People that know people put people in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you've got to know a lot of people. You've got to you've got to have somebody that can put your name forward all the time. You've got to have a good agent. You've got to have somebody that can talk for you. Yeah. I was quite, I've been quite happy doing what I did. I consider myself very lucky. And it seems like from all you're saying that it, it is a situation where you have to know people or they know you and they bring you in like you were talking about with some of the movies and so on. And, and that's the kind of the nature of that business, I guess, right? That's exactly right. I would have liked to have been more successful, but it just didn't happen, I'm afraid. You did well. You did well. I so- did you do other work at the same time to supplement income? I mean, what else did you do? Yeah, yeah, I've been a, a property developer. I've been, uh, I bought properties and uh, done all the donkey work, all the hard work, all the pulling things down and all the shoveling, pick and shoveling, digging ditches. So I've uh, dabbled in property as well. There we are, yeah. Terry, is there something that you would still like to do as an actor? You know, I'm, if I can say, I'm still very fit. Yeah, I haven't changed very much in uh, to look at me. I'm still I've got gray hair, but that's about all. Yeah, uh, put a bit of weight on, and I'm still available for work if uh, if I got the opportunity. Yeah, so you would do it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sure, you bet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I had the opportunity to work, I would uh, jump at the idea. Yeah, that's fantastic. I'm 84 now. Yeah, yeah young you, man. Uh, what, what you do at 84? <laughs> well, there we are. <laughs> All right, so I had one more question for you. You've done TV series, you've done movies, and mainly in supporting roles. Is is there a difference between working with TV and with movies with how the supporting roles are treated, how how you as an actor were treated? I mean, do you get, do you get to go to the same canteen? Do you get, I mean, do they integrate you in or do they isolate the the leads from the, the oh story? no no it's it, the, the 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 business is full of people that uh, we, we like to uh, we, we like to see people working and uh, and I, I never came across anything like that no it's it's a business where people like to see other people working and you you give people the encouragement you, you try to help people great that's great to hear yeah i had a lot of help from people really I was so fortunate. I've had over 55 years in the entertainment business. I worked with quite a few uh, international celebrities. It's been a hard track, but I've enjoyed every every step of the way. And if you like, I've been uh, pretty successful. When when you come to one of our events, yes, please say hello to me. Absolutely, we I absolutely can't wait to meet you. We're, we're looking forward to doing Diamonds Are Forever in Las Vegas. If it happens. I'll see you in Las Vegas. Absolutely. That would be terrific. Well, thanks, Terry, so much for spending time with us today. We really had a great time talking to you about your career, your life, and really appreciate it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, thank you very much for, for having me. Uh, it's our and pleasure. regards to everybody. Regards to all the fans.
And the main <laughs> thing is, I'm available for work. <laughs> there you go. There we go. Thank yeah. you, Terry Mountain, one of the good okay. guys. That's a wrap. My, my pleasure. Thanks very much. Bye-bye. Thank you very Bye-bye. much. All the best. This has been Dan Silvestri. Tom Pizzotto. I'm Vicki Hodges. Of SpyMovieNavigator.com, talking today with Terrence Mountain. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, at SpyNavigator, Instagram, and YouTube, too. Post a message and tell us what you think. And subscribe to our show, Cracking the Code of Spy Movies, right now on the app you're using. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it.